0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We have found the Heisman Trophy. We didn't find the key, but the Heisman Trophy was in the case that we sent to the College Football Hall of Fame. Welcome in. I know you probably had a few restless nights wondering about that. Carson Palmer certainly did. But Paulie and the I-team has been on it all night long, all morning long. And we did hear from the College Football Hall of Fame. They open the case. The Heisman was in it. Still no luck finding the key. I don't know what happens if they send it back to Carson Palmer now. Probably have to go out and get a new case. But, uh, you know, I, uh, my hands are free from this. They're, I'm done with this. That uh, We move on until we get our next Heisman in here. That We learned a valuable lesson, didn't we, Todd?
1: We sure did. There's many things that could have been done differently.
0: Yes. Like what?
2: Like sending the key separately, (laughs) not delegating it to anybody in the back. That's at least two that come to mind.
0: And, you know, we probably ruined a friendship between Dylan and Mario.
2: It's going to take a long time for them to get to.
0: Yes. Mario, who doesn't have any friends here, had one in Dylan. And now he's reached out to Tyler and they were enemies. And I saw those two talking this morning, and I was shocked. They were in the same room, and they were actually speaking to one another. That's what's happened. That's collateral damage here, Todd.
1: This is what happens. It's ugly. Yes, it it's is. not getting better anytime soon, and the
2: holidays are a couple of weeks away.
0: Uh, come on in and stay a while. He is a uh, finalist for the Heisman. He's Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback. He'll join us coming up. I, I got to ask him about this fake slide, how long he had been planning that, and is he going to play in the Peach Bowl? He'll join us coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Are they going to implement the picket rule? Is college football going to have a picket rule where you can't, like if you act like you're giving yourself up, you're giving yourself up. I don't know if they can make a rule, but... It might be the Kenny Pickett rule. He'll join us coming up. McLovin, poll question from the first hour.
2: Would you rather be the greatest three-point shooter or the best dunker? 85% three-point shooter.
0: Okay, if I said you could be Dr. J or you could be Steph Curry, everything that goes with that. Let me take away money because obviously Steph has and will earn more than Dr. J. But if I look at impact on the game on and off the court, Style, legendary status. I can't help but think when Doc showed up at the Rutgers League in Harlem and you had people up on buildings, they wanted a glimpse of Dr. J. And he didn't disappoint. They came out to see Doc. They were up in trees. They were on top of buildings. They they were on top of fences. They wanted to get a glimpse of Dr. J. Steph Curry is going to be labeled the greatest shooter of all time. He's 16, made three-pointers away from being the most decorated three-point shooter in NBA history, passing Ray Allen. I guess I would probably want to be Dr. J the more I think about him because there is something about him when you're in his presence. It's, it's just different. And, and, you know, when you think about what he did in the NBA, we missed that because it wasn't televised. And it was more of, oh, my God, you know, you'd read an article. And sometimes it was even more powerful when you were reading what the, this guy did. And as I mentioned last hour, I saw him play one time in person in the ABA. And it was just, I love the ABA. Red, white, and blue ball. A lot of the players who were in there. Uh, you did have some really good teams. The style was fun. The style was the NBA, uh, well, what the NBA is now, I mean, the ABA invented that, you know, a lot of scoring, shooting threes. Uh, and Dr. J was, you know, he was front and center. He was spectacular. Uh, yes, McLevin. I saw
2: a, a replay of the Blazers Sixers finals from 77, I believe. Yeah. And I knew Dr. J from the 80s. He was a different player. He was much more physically like I think I might have seen it diminish, Dr. J. Is that possible? Yes, you yes, did.
0: What he did in that series against Portland, they won the first game, and then they lost the next four. And that was Bill Walton's Portland Trailblazers. But Dr. J, that, that Philadelphia team had as much talent as any team that never won an NBA title. You, know, you had Daryl Dawkins, you had George McGinnis, you had Doug Collins, you had World B-Free, you had Doc. Um, That was a really, really talented team. And Doc's the one who dominated. I mean, Doc could have been the MVP of the NBA Finals and they lost. He was that great. But he was clearly the best player on the floor. Yeah, Paul.
3: Anybody interested in playing the Steph Curry career salary game?
0: Sure. Sounds like we're already firing up the band. They're always ready, those guys. Okay. They're sharp. How much has Steph Curry
3: made up until this season started in his career? About 12 years. Okay. 11, 12 years. How much has he made up to this point?
0: High end and low end with his salaries.
3: Um, The past two seasons, he made 40 and $43 million. Okay. Before that, he never got the big, big bucks. He Good. got nice bucks. All right.
0: I'm going to go $179.
3: 212000000 million up until the start of this season. Okay, here's the kicker. How much does Steph Curry do over the next five seasons total? He has a five more years left on his contract, including this year. What is he going to make?
0: What's his total going to be for the next five years? Yes,
3: he's already got 212 in the bank.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna guess that he's going to have 230 more in the bank.
3: 265 million on the way. 45, 48, 51. 55, and 59, 6. He's not going anywhere. He's losing half of that in taxes. Yeah, of course. He is. And he's in San Francisco. Those house prices are California,
0: terrible. high real estate. It's not as much money as you think. I'm just saying. Didn't Phil Mickelson famously say that when somebody said, oh, okay, you made $41 million? He goes, yeah, but half in taxes. Yeah. Like, like, hey, I'm thinking of retiring because I don't want to pay $20 million in taxes. I mean, it's just not worth it anymore. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Only twenty million dollars. Yeah,
0: you know that you then you don't get the other twenty million dollars that comes with that. That is after taxes. There. What are we going to stay? Are we going to stay with that in the? Uh, so sir?
2: actually, we we had to see the results. So we just okay. put up Doctor J uh, versus Curry. I have a question yeah. uh, for for all of us. If you were Kenny Pickett, would you play in the Peach Bowl?
0: I would need advice. I would need somebody to tell me why I'm, I'm going to play. I know it sounds good. Hey, we'll take out insurance. Showcase yourself. Maybe you can be the number one overall pick. But I don't know. I don't know what's at stake. If he does play well or he doesn't play well. But it, you're starting to get that feeling that he might be the number one quarterback taken. I don't know if that means he's the number one player taken. Yeah, Paul.
3: Can he help himself in the draft of any way by being a gamer, by playing in the game and playing well, or is his draft status his draft
2: status?
0: I don't know. I don't know what they factor in. Um, You know, somebody could say, hey, we want a guy who is not going to walk out on his team, or a guy's going to want to play in these games. Like, there's going to be games that are meaningless games in in the NFL, and you're going to have to play in those games too. Yeah, see.
4: He's already showing more dedication to the NFL team that takes him. Putting prioritizing them okay. ahead of All
0: right. yeah yes. a meaningless game yeah I'm
2: I mean the NFL has shown they don't they don't care because uh, you know Jamar Chase this year, Micah Parsons this year, Nick Bosa went two I think
0: yeah I agree yeah and then you had Christian McCaffrey and you had Leonard Fournette sitting out bowl games you, know, see. you heard what Paul said though what Kenny he help himself Kenny can he Kenny can he hmm. number one pick it you know, see what he do yes. yeah got it yeah. Let's let's get the T-shirt. Yes, McLovin. What
2: Michigan State is that? That seems like a tough opponent to showcase your skills against. I don't know. I, I know Ohio State rolled them, but I feel like there's too much downside. I would not go.
0: Yesterday, LSU starting quarterback Max Johnson entered the transfer portal. He's the son of former NFL quarterback Brad Johnson, and the latest name to now enter a crucial resource for college teams. And many, like Johnson, are switching teams because of a new coach coming in. Others lost their jobs. Spencer Rattler lost his job at Oklahoma. You got, you know, recent Heisman winners. Number one overall picks, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, all transferred. The days of loyalty to a coach and vice versa are long gone, in part because the coaches themselves don't have that much loyalty. Actually creates more efficient quarterback market. Now talented QBs and other players don't have to sit out And uh, if it's good enough for the college athlete, I'm not sure there's anything else that's more important here. And I don't know why Brad Johnson's son, Maximus Johnson, yes, that's his name, there's no reason given that he's decided that he's going to leave LSU. He threw 27 touchdowns as a sophomore. And his brother, who is a five-star tight end, coming to LSU, he's not coming to LSU now. I don't know what happened here, that if he wasn't promised the job, if Brian Kelly's bringing in a quarterback in the transfer portal or he's got somebody already there, I'm not sure. But you lose your starting quarterback, and then you lose his brother, who was a five-star recruit as a tight end. Not a good week for Brian Kelly. A couple of phone calls in here. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and radio affiliates, including the Funk Sports Radio lineup. Uh, Dino in New York leads us off this hour. Hi, Dino, what's on your mind? How you
1: doing, guys? Uh, 59207. Oh, I uh, want to first uh, wish McLovin good luck on his new venture. Uh we uh we always have the uh broken glasses. Maybe one of the greatest moments in uh, show history. The look on his face is uh, priceless. Yep. And, and we uh, we have Paul... a new
0: new T shirt. It's called McLevin, and it's uh yeah. it's uh, a tribute to McLevin. Uh, it's on danpatrick.com. dot com. All right, what else do you know?
1: Uh Polly's question today is uh walk off worthy. It's you know, nothing taking nothing away from Steph Curry's fantastic, but Dr. J is just, you know, unbelievable. And I think I got two things that, uh, you know, push it in Doc's favor. Number one, he's got the greatest in game dunk ever when he rocked the cradle in an NBA Finals clinching game. That's tough to beat, in my opinion. And the real clincher, his wife's name was Turquoise. That's a walk off right there. (laughs) All right. Thank you.
0: I didn't factor that in. Uh, Barry in Long Island. Hi, Barry. Good morning, fellas. Uh,
1: between the ages of 11 and 14, I wanted to be either Dr. J, Walt Frazier, or uh, one of Gladys Knight's uh, pips. Um, I, uh, my father, who is no longer with us, used to take me to the Coliseum to see uh, Julius when the ABA was run and gone. And uh, by the time he got to the NBA, he... He was actually on the decline, if you yeah. want to call it that. But he was, uh, he was amazing. And, oh, uh, regarding McLovin's departure, I, too, am Jewish and wear glasses. Uh, yeah, who's going to notice?
0: <laughs> thank, you. I, thank you, Barry. I, I had people yesterday, and, and, and two people who are in the business who work elsewhere, and they're, like, uh, letting people audition. I go, no, no, I can't do that right now. I said, I don't, I don't, I can't replace McLovin. And, you know, I'm, I want, let it breathe a little bit. Let's see. And if not, that's okay. You know, we started out with just four of us. Then McLovin came on board 12 years ago. And so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, look at replacing him. The, you know, the body is not cold right now. Yeah, McLovin. I didn't audition. I just kept showing up. You did. You did. <laughs> But, you know, if, if I'm going to give advice to the kids in the business, keep showing up. Not here, though. No, 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 no. Don't start. Some people don't start to start showing up here, yeah, please. Yeah. And no need to send any resumes, <laughs> nothing. If, uh, if we get around to maybe having somebody come in and just sit in a chair for a day or so, then maybe we'll do that. But right now, we're not replacing him. He's not irreplaceable. I'm just saying we're not replacing him. Yes, we love it. And that guy
2: with glasses has to realize this is not a safe place for glasses. That's true. That's the one thing I'll tell you about it. Yeah, well, that's, that's Barry in Long Island. All
0: right, uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Poll question, are we going to stay with um, Well,
2: Yeah, now you go to DanPatrick.com. Steph Curry versus Dr. Okay. J. Okay, all
0: right. I like that. I like that. We'll take a break. We'll talk to Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback, who will join us next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Full Sail University, we teach you all the ins and outs of this business. And we want you to get jobs, not internships. We want you getting paid. We uh, started this school almost four years ago. And uh, the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting at Full Sail University, we have over 400 active students, 100 graduates, and they have jobs. You're going to learn the industry in the studio, in the control room, the press box. Uh, You want to be a sideline reporter. We have the faculty there with... Hands-on experience, that you're going to learn the jobs. We have uh, Chris Burns and Carly Ford. They're on-air reporters. Taylor Schaub, a sports director at a station in California. Sam Guzman, a producer at a station in Texas. And uh, many, many more to add to that list. If you're looking to get into the field, give the school a look. And about half the time, earn your bachelor's degree in sports casting, You can earn your degree online or on Full sales campus in Orlando. Learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. Go to fullsail.edu slash Dan Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We'll hear from LeBron James coming up, more of your phone calls as well. He's Kenny Pickett, the pit quarterback and a Heisman finalist, who joins us on the program. Kenny, good morning. Official height and weight is what?
4: Official height and weight six three three eighths,
0: 220. Two, all right. So almost six four. Almost six four. I like that you didn't round up. Okay, you're you're, you're telling the truth. I like that. It's, so some good, that's right. Good qualities are coming. Yeah, uh, you got your degree. Yes, sir, in marketing. Okay, what are you going to do with that? Uh, we'll find out. Hopefully, hopefully
4: play football for a little bit and then figure that one out.
0: Uh, how would you market yourself?
4: How would I market myself for, for the NFL?
0: Yeah.
4: Um, I mean, I would just say, uh, I mean, the, the tape. The tape is your best tool in, in, in football. So, you know, no matter what I say or anybody else says, if, you know, you just roll the tape, you'll find all the answers there.
0: When did you realize that you could play at a high level, that you could be an NFL quarterback?
4: I believe this since I was young, and and, uh, I always just worked so hard towards it. And, um, you know, I just, I I don't know, I just through all the ups and downs. I always kept that belief. I think that's kind of what kept me going in the right direction and staying staying focused and and always working hard and getting better every day. Then it kind of just came to fruition for me.
0: You grew up in Jersey. Favorite quarterback growing up? Donovan McNabb I was a big Eagles fan oh
4: did you meet him I met him once at kind of like a fan fair I got
0: some pictures uh I was like six or seven years old so <laughs> it
4: was bad it was back in the day
0: <laughs> do you remember uh, what it was like that feeling
4: I do I do it was one I mean I was a, a huge Eagle. I used to go to the games with my dad all the time we would it's like an hour and a half drive from my house and we grew up big Eagles fans um, That one famous game against the uh, Green Bay and Brett Favre. And uh, I was at that game back in, I think, like 2005, maybe. Um, So, I, yeah, it's way back.
0: Eagles, <coughs> Eagles got three first-round picks there, Kenny. They do. They do. We'll see what happens. Okay. Would you want to follow Dan Marino's footsteps? And I know you went to Pitt, but Marino, of course, played for the Dolphins. Steelers famously passed on him. So you could play Pittsburgh, or you could play for the Eagles. If I gave you those two choices, what would you take?
4: Oh, uh, those are great choices. I would take whoever has the higher pick, whoever, whoever has the first
0: option. So, okay, All uh, right.
4: I'll, I'll take I'll take anywhere. Um, you know, just the, the dream of playing in the NFL is you know you know since I was a kid, since I picked up a
0: football, so I, I, I would love anywhere. Uh, as far as the uh, the picket slide, where you didn't give yourself up and you kept running, how long had you thought about that move against Wake Forest? I, I never thought about
4: doing it ever. Um, it was just kind of an instinct thing. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I got to the sideline. All the quarterbacks were asking, like, what, "What was I thinking? How did I? What was I planning on doing?" I had no idea. I just kind of. I, I blinked, and the next thing I knew, I ended up in the end zone. So uh, I just kind of felt as a player you just kind of feel things i felt them pull up before i even was going to start to slide i think that's the only way i could have had that idea to do that in that moment and how fast i was going um but you know wor- worked it out for us do
0: you think they're going to change the rule
4: oh i'm, I'm sure i mean people are saying I, I cheated i think that's a little you know ridiculous there's no rule for it um you know there's there's guys that fake running out of bounds and and all that stuff and you know i've never done that this was just kind of like a, a I couldn't even tell you what I was thinking. I just went out there and did it. Um, But I I guarantee with how much publicity it's getting, I'm I'm sure there will be a rule next year.
0: Well, how surprised are you at that publicity?
4: I was pretty surprised. I thought in the game, I was just like, oh, I made made a play. I didn't think it was going to be a a big deal um, until obviously after the game and and days after the game. It was still being talked about. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. I mean, we, we won by... 20-something points, so I don't think that was a deciding factor in the game, but um, definitely a big play to start
0: the game. I think you can only do it once, though, Kenny. Yeah, no,
4: I I couldn't do it again if I tried. I I could, You know, I've never practiced it. I've never – I don't know how I did – I don't even know how I came up with it on the fly. I just did it, uh, just being a player, so, yeah.
0: Are you playing in the Peach Bowl?
4: Well, with, you know, recent news and and out of, you know – our team with coach Whipple and everybody, you know, um, I actually just got home yesterday and I didn't get a chance to talk about it with my parents. i um, just kind of enjoying the season and, and getting a chance to see some family who haven't been around in, in, a, in a long time. So, uh, but definitely I'll be talking about that with my family here soon. So you're undecided. I'd say undecided right now. Yes.
0: What happened with coach Whipple uh, stepping down your offensive coordinator?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's that's personal with with his decision and, and the information he gave me. So oh, I'll okay. keep that tight. But um, it, it happens. Things happen and, um, you know, he has his reasons and, um, you know, I can't thank him enough for all the things that we, we were able to accomplish together in three years and seeing how much we grew in the first, you know, looking at the first two years to last year, uh, just a lot of hard work and, uh, you know, very grateful for uh, Coach Whip.
0: Yeah, and you know, I go back six years ago with Christian McCaffrey, and he sat out a bowl game, and everybody was up in arms. And then Leonard Fournette sat out, didn't play in a bowl game. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at Oregon's probably not going to play in a bowl game. You, we haven't seen quarterbacks, I don't think, do it. But I understand, like, what is the risk and the reward for you playing in the Peach Bowl? Like, what do you think you could gain by playing in the Peach Bowl?
4: I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's something I haven't, you know, sat down and and discussed with my family. It's been kind of a crazy past couple of days, um, you know, getting the Johnny Unitas news and and the Heisman news. And it's just been kind of a a whirlwind of two days and driving back to New Jersey. So um, I think, you know, these next couple of days, I'll be able to sit down and, and really figure that out.
0: Who's coming to New York for the Heisman ceremony?
4: I'm 45 minutes, like an hour south of the city. So um, I plan on having, I mean, my my girlfriend, my mom, dad, my sister definitely will be there. And I think there's going to be like, you know, probably 100 people at a a spot 20 minutes from it that we'll go meet up after and uh, get a chance to, you know, celebrate and see a lot of friends and family. So uh, it'll be be a special day for
0: sure. Who would you vote for the Heisman?
4: Who would I vote for? I'd vote for myself, Um, you know, just... All the, all, all the things that, you know, I've done this season that has been done in school history and ACC history. Um, you know, I, I just feel like I'm the, I'm the best player in the country.
0: Good. Got to have confidence in yourself. I think Bryce is going to win the Heisman, but, you know, it's a great honor to be able to, you know, represent your school, and you know, it's one of those moments. That's, that's going to be history when you're there, you know, even if you're in the audience, congrats on the great year, a great career, I should say, and good luck with that decision. I know it'll be difficult in deciding if you're going to play or not. And we'll be following. Thank you, Kenny. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Have a good day. That's Kenny Pickett. Uh, He's going to be one of the final four, the finalists there going to New York city. He'd vote for himself. Do I think he's going to play in the peach bowl? I don't. That'd be my gut feeling. And you got to look at the risk and the reward. Can he be, can you elevate your draft uh, draft status by playing well against Michigan State? I guess. Now it, it gets to the point where you've established yourself, you're on everybody's radar. Now it's going to be when you do the individual interviews, your medicals, and what you do, your measurables at the combine. That's what this comes down to. I don't think that he could play his way in or out of a uh, a draft pick, you know, higher or lower? Yeah, McLevin. six three
2: and three and two twenty pounds. A lot of NFL GMs, if they're listening, like that. That sounds good, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And he didn't round off to six four. I like that honesty. Yes, he. Well, I think with three eighths, you'd have to round down. Oh, you do? Yeah. Which again, it's just being more honest. Wait, is it three eighths or three fourths? Oh, is it
4: three-fourths? I, I don't know. Said, I thought he said three-eighths. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think he said three-eighths.
4: <laughs> three-eighths is oddly
0: specific. Um, but I think in math rules, I think you would oh, round down in okay. that instance. All right. He should have showed up for that class. Yes, Paul?
3: We talked yesterday. Would one of these bowls give an appearance fee to a person? If you're the Peach Bowl and you hear that Kenny Pickett is on the fence, also, Kenny Pickett, it's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. You go lifetime supply of chicken mm. sandwiches mm. for I play a quarter.
0: I, I brought it up yesterday, and, and I wasn't being you know, flippant. I, I meant it, that this could happen down the road where you ask for an appearance fee. Somebody's going to do it, and you can get it. Name, image, and likeness. Let's say Chick-fil-A goes, hey, we're going to give you a, a, a one-year endorsement, and we're going to give you $75,000. We need you to appear in a couple ads in uh, the Pittsburgh area. Whatever it is. I don't even know if Chick-fil-A is in Pittsburgh. Are you
3: going to play, Kenny, or are you chicken?
0: Oh, oh damn. Oh, 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 wow. Man, that's another walk-off. That's, that's two. Thanks.
3: That's a walk back in, I
0: think. Yeah. Are you
2: chicken? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we love it. So we didn't have Chick-fil-A in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. I don't know if it means as much if it was a Wawa sponsorship. Oh, oh Wawa. Wow. What is Wawa? Wawa is like a fast Is that a convenience? It's like a fancier 7-Eleven.
0: Oh, I think they have Wawa in Atlanta. How could it be fancier 7-Eleven? I also think we're using fancy loosely there. (laughs) Wow. Wawa is the best. Wawa. What? Have their hot dogs only been there uh, for like two days? Turning. I never bought anything. You know, when you get a, a slice of pizza at one of those convenience stores? Or you go in and you get sushi at a convenience store? Oh, that's a, a no. bad idea. There, chances are something's going to go wrong here. Yes, Paul? There used to be this bar
3: in New York City called Rudy's, and they had one of those rotisserie hot dog things. Yes. It's a cla- I think you went there once or twice with me. They had free hot dogs. That's how bad these hot dogs were. In New York City, They um, there's rotisserie hot dogs because they wanted to keep you drinking at 4 in the morning.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Uh, looking at Kenny Pickett's numbers here, they went 11-2. and two. They won the ACC. He... Uh, Let's see. Forty-two touchdowns, seven interceptions. Had some pretty uh pretty good rushing numbers, respectable numbers. But that that size nice. he does have the it factor. I will say that. When you watch him, you've got the it factor. Uh confident size strength movement. Uh, but you know, once they break, the scouts come in and they start to break you down, and then you're gonna get Remember Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold was like, oh my gosh, that guy is going to be a top five pick and he's going to be a great quarterback. Well, okay, top five pick. And then you hear the scouts say, got a long windup, you know, don't like the delivery. And I go, oh, okay. They said this about Kaepernick as well. Like these longer windups and then trying to change that is really difficult. But, you know, they they want to look how you throw it, how quickly you get it out, uh, you know, what kind of, Bad habits, do you have? They'll look at your footwork. I mean, all this stuff. You'll have tendencies. Do you lock in? You know, can you do your progressions? I mean, there's can you throw guys open? You know, they have 50 things that they're looking at, but probably five things that are more, you know, the most important things to them as to what your draft status is going to be. But you got a lot of quarterbacks, it feels like, are bunched in there that maybe five or six. And I don't know if you have a quarterback who will emerge. As a, a the potential for being a number one overall pick, because right now I don't know if you do. Like if you're the Texans, do you go that we're going to take him? He's going to be our quarterback, and maybe maybe he's going to be that quarterback. Because if you said to me Trey Lance, Niners going to go in all all in for Trey Lance, and I'd go, boy, I have to see a little bit more from him. Same thing with Mac Jones. When Mac Jones first was drafted by the Patriots, even when this season started. And you know, you gotta have a hot take and you gotta have an opinion. And I said at the time, I don't know. Like I truly didn't know. When I watched the games, he had easy games. But I saw Greg McElroy have easy games. AJ McCarron have easy games. Tua Tongavailoa have easy games. I still don't know if Tua is a great quarterback. He's improving. I don't know. Mac Jones? I don't know. That's my hot take. He seems to be the perfect quarterback for Bill Belichick. Is he better than expected? I don't know if he's better than expected. I think that his success is quicker than I expected. How's that? Because I do think from everything that we've heard is he picks up the playbook. He's really sharp in kind of digesting this, disseminating it, and then, you know, carrying it out. Uh, And he's had a couple of throws that I thought were really impressive. Throwing a a wide receiver open. And that's what you have to do in the NFL. But I, I don't know how good he is. I don't know how good Trey Lance is. Justin Fields. Even Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. Zach Wilson. I don't know. Now, do you see things and you go, wow, that's impressive? Yeah. I mean, I saw Zach Wilson make Patrick Mahomes throws in his workout. Well, that's fine in a workout. Trevor Lawrence, three years. Great, playing in big games. Okay. I mean, people, the jury was out on Deshaun Watson at Clemson. And I went, he's done everything that you want him to do. And he did it on a big stage. But you still had people going, "Eh, I don't know. You know what? Let's take the guy that nobody's heard of, Mitchell Trubisky. Mac Jones did it one year. Remember Dwayne Haskins? Oh, my God. He's got the size, strength. Well, if you saw Ohio State games, i go back to the Michigan game. I could have completed a couple of those passes. Those guys were wide open. That's the difference. In the NFL, you get a split second, if even that. Mac Jones threw three passes. Is it an indictment on his arm strength? Depending on the analyst, yes or no. Yeah, Paulie.
3: Trey Lance from the Niners is the big mystery. You mentioned it. He didn't play football last year. He played one game and threw thirty passes for North Dakota State. He hasn't played competitive football since 2019. We're almost at 2022. How can you develop like that without being on the field, either in college or you're not getting on the field much this year? Doesn't appear.
0: No, and I think that's been the big surprise. Is Garoppolo has played well enough to keep the job? Although the game against Seattle, uh, he didn't. But he has played well, well enough to keep them in the playoff chase. I think when when somebody goes all in like the Niners did for Trey Lance, we expect like he should be contributing to this team. Now, I know he's been injured, but anybody could have had Mac Jones. Does that mean if Mac Jones went to Carolina or went to Chicago that he's going to be great? The answer is no. I don't think he would have been. It's, did you go to the right place? So he goes and he's got the greatest coach in NFL history. He's got an offensive coordinator who has been there and is going to be there. Offensive line, uh, underrated running game. They got a really good defense. So you factor those things in. Now you have a chance. Justin Fields doesn't have a chance in Chicago, not anytime soon. Trevor Lawrence. Not anytime soon. Zach Wilson, not anytime soon. Trey Lance, if he held up his end of the bargain, he would have a chance to be really successful because that's a better team. It's who drafted you, what's the coaching staff, what's our style, and what are the the expectations? And I think people now have expectations with Mac Jones. They didn't before. They're like... Oh, gosh, he's going to compete with Cam. Oh, oh, he beat out Cam. Oh, they're releasing Cam. Oh, okay. Boy, he maybe he's the next Tom Brady. Okay. Nobody knew what Tom Brady was. And even after he won a Super Bowl, I remember the day after, people weren't sure about Tom Brady. So the comparisons with Mac Jones, they're only relevant because he's in the embryonic stages playing for the same coach. Offensive coordinator. The familiarity. Do I think he's, you know, Tom Brady light? I, don't, I It's not even fair to say that to either one of them. But Mac Jones, now the expectations are there because you're winning. You might be a Super Bowl caliber team. Now we want to jump to the conclusion to the end of the book. Oh, it's going to be Belichick against Brady in the Super Bowl. Okay. It'd be great. Got a little bit of time, though. Phone calls coming up. We'll take a break back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Colton Breaker, who's making a change up front with on the ice. He gets the drop pass, and he goes wide. With now
2: to the net, wrap around, and he scores.
0: Courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest, Blues beat the Panthers 4-3. Pick a, your uh, Discover credit card. Real credit card questions require real people. Sometimes they, uh, you need somebody who understands your issues, works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. All right, we have it against the grain. And uh, this is the player comp for the pit quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who just joined us. Uh, do we have music for Against the Grain? And then McLovin has the honors. Okay, this is an
2: Against the Grain player comp. It's not who I think you would expect. And I want to see if you guys can guess who I compare pit quarterback, Kenny Pickett, to. Okay.
0: Oh, there's no hint? Um... He was drafted in the last 10 years. Okay. Who do I think? Kenny Pickett. Uh, Joe Burrow. Okay, Joe Burrow. Anybody else?
2: Justin Herbert. Okay, that's pretty good. I wish yeah. you thought of that. Uh, <laughs> and Joe Burrow, too. <laughs> Todd. I, I was going to say Justin Herbert, also. Paulie. Derek Carr. Oh, that's really good. Okay, this is going to sound so mean. Can I just say I love Kenny Pickett? I think he's going to be great. Just say it. I think he's got a Blake Bortles pre-draft feeling. Ooh! Oh, wow! Uh, and I'll t- no, I, no, I mean pre-draft, like hanging around the top ten, eleven, twelve, and then is going to go really high. On draft day because he's big like wait, Blake Wait, wait,
0: wait. Are you comparing him to Blake Bortles? As a his, draft prospect. His draft stock? Yes. But not his playing ability. Well, Blake Bortles. <laughs> well, was, you didn't say that. We, we're we looking at no, player I, comp with his talent.
2: That's why it gets it's great. He reminds me so much of Bortles. He, Bortles was awesome in college. He helped get them to a BCS Bowl at a smaller school, okay. played a little bit of weaker college, big. Strong arm, just like, and by the way, Bortles threw 35 touchdowns in one season. I know, I know. He wasn't, it just reminds me of a guy who's kind of a mid level college, hanging around, big guy, good release.
0: No, I think Blake Bortles surprised everybody. Kenny
2: Pickett's a Heisman finalist. Bortles was at least 10 in most mock drafts, so he went up to three, yeah. but that's where Pickett is. He's like 10, 11, 12. I'm saying, like, I wouldn't be surprised at kind of what you said, that he goes a lot higher than we think. That's what reminds me of Bortles. Okay.
0: Is that it for your Against the Grain? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a little disappointed. I thought you might be like, oh,
2: I can see. I remember when Bortles went. Maybe Pickett will be like that. Go in his backyard, just like Blake Bortles went from UCF to Jacksonville, Pit to Pit. Hmm?
0: Yeah, but that felt like a reach by Jacksonville with Blake Bortles. Yeah. That I don't know if a team is going to – it'll feel like a reach with Kenny Pickett just because we're aware of Kenny Pickett. I think Blake Bortles people talked about him, but I don't know if they looked at him and I don't think that they were looking at him and breaking his game down where they go, you know what? He's got a great motion or I mean, Chris Sims famously said, I you know, he he looks like he should be throwing left handed than right handed. You know, they're not saying that about Kenny Pickett.
2: Yeah, but pre draft Blake Bortles was was hot. I mean, he was. He's very positively thought of. All right. Yes, Paul. Dan, you're missing it. This is classic McLovin playing two sides
3: of an analysis. Right now, people will talk about that. McLovin compared him to Blake Bortles, which is a slight. McLovin can distance himself by saying, "No, I'm saying the aura around him and the draft buzz." Now, if Kenny Pickett somehow doesn't work out in the NFL, McLovin will come back years later and said, "Hey." Who called it? Who called it? Me. Uh, it goes back to the, uh, the... Yeah, but he
0: won't be working with us then, so we won't even have him back. He'll still call in and let us yeah, know. Yeah, we won't even care about him. It's the Blaine Gabbert analysis that
3: he had. You, he said he's more pro-ready. He didn't say he'd be good
0: in the pros. He said he was more pro-ready than Cam Newton. I thought he was going to go high. I thought he was going to go number one, Blaine Gabbert. are not going to get a veteran coach to take Cam Newton because?
2: Well, a veteran coach because you need time. Cam Newton's not close. He's three years away. Say, Chan Gailey in Buffalo, you know, how much time does Chan Gailey have? If he has a couple losing seasons, he's out. I don't think he has any time. And uh, Gabbard's more pro-ready right now. <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, I know. <laughs> it's Wait, I, is somebody gearing up all my bad takes for the end? <laughs> no. I'm no,
0: we wouldn't do that. No. You don't have
2: much time left. Cam Newton's not close. He's three years away. Wait, did you see... And uh,
0: Gabbard's more pro-ready right now. <laughs> Did you see
2: Cam two weeks ago? I think that came out to be true. Uh, did
0: you see Blaine Gabbard a couple of weeks ago? I don't think so. Yeah, he's he not playing. Oh, uh, who has a ring, by the way? Uh, Blaine Gabbard does. Yes, he does. Blaine Gabbert,
2: also a high pick in our handsome quarterback draft, as is Cam. Cam's a yeah. lottery pick, yeah. obviously. Yeah.
0: Uh, I got a, a really nice letter here, and uh, this is uh, Justin Rainer who sent uh, a nice letter here. People still write letters. Dear Dan Patrick, my name is Justin Rayner, writing you to let you know how much your show has meant to me. Recently lost my older brother a couple of days ago. During these last five days, you and the guys have taken my mind off the pain and you brought me so much joy. I don't dwell on my loss during your show. Being from Seton's laugh, Fritzy's creepy limericks, oh, crappy limericks, I'm sorry. Crappy limericks, They're both McLovin's bad poll questions. Pauly snarky jabs at Fritzy. Thank you again for bringing me joy and laughter during the day. I look forward to more laughter every day until the pain is no longer there and tell Todd, T-O-D, to come up with better limericks. It's signed, our biggest fan. So just want to let you guys know you guys are making an impact. Everybody, but McLovin. Yes, McLeod. That being
2: said, I don't think he's going to get his wish with Todd's better. No, limericks. no, it's not going to happen. It's definitely not going to no, happen. No, it's not. But it was still
0: very uh, thoughtful words. Thank you, Todd. You got it. Yeah.
2: Yes, Paul. What if he sent his
3: letter, P.S., to make me feel better at this tough time, <laughs> no more limericks? I don't think Todd would abide by it.
0: If you could make Justin, our biggest fan, feel better with no more limericks, would you do it? Ever again? Yeah. Knowing that you would cause him pain every time you, you do one of your limericks. I
2: don't want to cause him pain, but I don't you know I don't have any kind of previous relationship with the guy where I would like to well, he stop says, being he, creative. No, forever. he says he,
0: he's well you he haven't been creative. He's our I number one creativity. fan. He's our number one we fan. We have
1: a lot of number one fans.
0: No, there's no Justin said he's he's our number one Present fan. President
1: of the fair club and everything.
0: No, he wrote it down.
2: I I write a lot of things down too in my crazy dope. Okay.
0: Lives. So you would cause Justin. I would roll more the pain. dice
2: in him being a little despondent once in a while so that I could write an occasional <laughs> limerick.
0: Gus in Los Angeles. Good morning, Gus. What's on your mind? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hey, Justin says he's your number one fan. Uh,
1: I say I'm going on a date tonight with Anna de Armas, So, you know, just believe everything you guys hear. Okay. Um, uh, I'm talking about the Steph Curry uh, thing, debate. It, it, like, It's like, look, no disrespect to Steph Curry, okay? He's going to get the record and everything, which the record may not even last that long because how long – did Ray Allen have it before Steph took it, you know? And then how long did Reggie have it before Ray Allen took it from him? Um, do we really have to find, and this is no disrespect to Dr. J, but do we have to really go back that far to find someone to compare with Curry as who would you rather
0: have? Oh, no, it's no. Like, we were talking about best shooter, best dunker, though, Gus. That's that's the only reason why. And thanks for the phone call. It's always great to hear from you. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, we we can't find anybody to compare Steph Curry to. We got to go back to Dr. J. It's just Doc is as good a dunker as ever, and Steph Curry's the greatest shooter. So, Paulie asked, Would you rather be the greatest dunker or the greatest shooter? I'd be the greatest shooter. Yes, Eden. Gus got a little catty there with Justin, too. It's... Yeah, a little bit. He was a little down. I don't know. Yeah. Final hour coming up. More phone calls back after this in the Dan Patrick show. One more item, we close out our 2, Simply Safe Home Security. Got a great holiday deal going on, 40% off their award-winning home security. There's so many things to love about Simply Safe, making your home safe, indoor, outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors. Really, whatever you want, they've got it. And it's all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Simply safe name, best home security system of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. Customize your system. You can do it online and deliver right to your home or your office. It's simple because you'll be setting it up. It's safe because you have an award-winning team ready to help you. No long-term contracts, no commitments, no hidden fees, no pushy salespeople. Take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday deals. You'll get 40% off your new home security system. You have to start by going to simplysafedan.com. That's simplysafedan.com for 40% off your entire system and tell them we sent you.